Information is for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Paul Durso and Charles Bowers, Jr. are investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios. Retirement is coming up fast. Will you have the income for the life you're dreaming of? Will you be traveling or flipping channels? Will you be helping the kids and grandkids or asking them for help? If you've worked, saved, and done without, but you still don't know if you'll make it, then welcome to Simply Financial, where you'll learn to invest like a pro so you can move forward with confidence. This is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, your first step to financial clarity. Now, here's Paul. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You are listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso, where we're all about taking your first steps to financial clarity. I'm your host, Paul, here with my amazing co-host, Charlie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And a co-host for the day, Brian Dustman. Say hi to everybody out there. Hello, everybody out there. And uh, Brian's my brother-in-law, uh, really my brother. I wouldn't even, I'd kick off the uh, the in-law. Great, great. One of my best friends. And, uh, you know, we're recording our very first annual New Year's Eve show, and I'm excited about it. And, you know, New Year's is the time for setting goals, looking forward, and starting over. It's natural. It's a natural starting line, and it makes people want to take action. And you know what? We all need to take action. But your New Year's doesn't always have to begin on January 1. It could be March 29th, February 3rd, any date of the year, and the date doesn't matter. What matters is taking action and sticking to it. We're going to be taking a few moments to reflect back on what happened for setbacks and accomplishments of 2018. And then we're going to look ahead to 2019 and beyond. And we'll talk about some of the New Year's resolutions and how to set some smart goals. Right. But first, before we do look to the future, let's reflect back on the past and man, was 2018 a crazy market roller coaster, Yes, huh? it was. After 2017's completely abnormal, up-only path, 2018 has felt brutal, especially after the uh, last few months of volatility, huh? There were times when the market felt exhilarating, but the truth is all of that movement is pretty normal. And the other truth is, if it's been really upsetting to you, upsetting you, you're probably doing this whole thing wrong. Uh, if 2018 was really unsettling to you, then you need to pick up your phone right now and give us a call at 704-529-9500. Don't let the market take both your money and your sanity. Give us a call, 704-529-9500, and let us help you find sanity in an insane market. That's 704-529-9500. And one of the biggest reasons why you know, we feel like that's so important right now is because the market has been it's been really crazy. I mean, the, the past couple weeks, I mean, the market has been swinging, I feel like, 5 to 10% on a weekly basis. It really has, and we were talking about it today in the office. Why? What's causing all those two-point swings back and forth? It's just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And you got to ask yourself, what's going on? And uh, if, if you need your accounts to go up day after day, that can really be unsettling. Very can't? stressful. If, yeah. you're, if you're depending on seeing you know, your accounts move up every day to feel like 
you've got it under control, then that's not a good place to be yeah. because the market isn't that kind. The market's not always going to give you money. That's right. And, and that's why I guess a lot of people are constantly unsatisfied with what they're doing, with who they're working with, because you just don't know what that market's going to do sometime. Right. Well, most all the time, you don't all know what that time. market's going to do. All right. So before we really jump into the meat of the show today, I think it would be appropriate to look back over 2018. And, and see what's happened. You know, it's it's been a long year. It uh, feels like it's been a long year. It's been a great year. Mm. So let's look back before we look forward. And uh, one of the things I want to do, and I don't know if you do this, Charlie, and, and Brian, we haven't really talked about this either, but do you set New Year's resolutions or goals? It doesn't have to be a quote-unquote New Year's resolution, but I'd love to know, and even Stephen over there, if you've got any too, you know, are you out there sitting in your car thinking, you know what, last year I did set some goals, but I have no idea what they are. That's not necessarily a good place to be. <laughs> but I want to talk to you guys very specifically about the goals that you've set and some of the goals that I've set in 2018. Let me tell you, uh, you know, I'm not much on a formal goal setter. And, and I think I can take that back to eighth grade where I'm laying in bed. Here first we day go. Of, Here we uh, go out of school for summer and you know my brother's three years younger so he must be in fifth grade we say we're going to get up early tomorrow morning this is your brother talking no this is me oh you oh no, man i had that i was the idea man really yeah let's get up and we're going to get in shape because you know we played little league baseball and uh -huh. basketball and all the sports so we're going to get up early and early back then was like 7 30 but that was early mm -hmm. for young kids and we're going to jog around the block which might have been a mile just to start getting in shape well that alarm clock rang that first morning there was no movement on, on either part. <laughs> the first morning. The first morning. So <laughs> that just leads me to believe there is no reason for me to go and try to set goals like that that I am going to uh, actually get up and try to accomplish time and time So again. that was ingrained in you at a very, very, a very early age, and no one broke me of it. <laughs> no? Well, we're going to break that in 2019. Brian, tell me, do you, do you set goals? Is that something that's big in your, li in your life? Uh, so I'm to a point in my life now that I have three kids that – uh, I never really set goals before, but now this year, you know, uh, I did. I, I set some fitness goals, some faith-based goals, and stuck to them pretty well. I didn't do formal goals where I had to do it, these things every single day of 2018, but as long as I kept the same regiment, then it worked out. So I'm, I'm, this is Paul here. On, on the one hand, I am a very regimented goal setter. Um, and, and Steven, you're not going to get out of this. Um, I, I love setting goals. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm definitely an action oriented individual and, uh, starting into 2018, the, the biggest goal that I wanted to do was read my Bible cover to cover twice this year. Um, many times in my life I've, I've read the Bible through in a year, but I'd never taken the initiative to do it two times. Cause that's, I was pretty big book and and i love to read um and and i just want to make sure every morning well i'm happy to say um i'm just a few chapters away from going through the the bible three times so that wasn't your goal yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> i crushed my goal oh, okay. well even furthermore you know I'm, I'm a big fitness guy we're going to be talking about a different a bunch of different added um areas in your life but going into this year i didn't set a goal in january that I wanted to do something fitness related. But in February, mid-February, actually I take that back, I started being very regimented in February and doing some fitness goals or some fitness exercise. 
And in May, I had realized I had been really faithful. So I set a goal in May that I wanted to walk. I walk every morning, and I started in February. By May, I set a goal that I wanted to walk 600 miles this year. That's a lot of miles. And um, I've since passed that. I'm a little over or mid, mid-700s. mid But I didn't set that. My, my resolution, my goal didn't start January. It started in the middle of the year. And, uh, and that's kind of the point. Like it, you don't have to wait till December 31st or January, the first week of January and go, hey, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to do this. No, it can be in it can be in March. Just can, start. Just yeah. start. Go. Yeah. So, go. Stephen, let's let me hear. What was your big goal? Do you are you a goal setter? I am a goal setter. All right. Uh, my goal setter right now is just basically to get not really fit, just um, eat healthier and get more active. That's really it. I'd like to shed a good 50, 60 pounds. Oh, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. So well, it, now, Paul, you seem to be able to achieve your goals. Can uh-oh. you tell us how you do that? Well, that that was kind of scared where you're going with that. Well, no, I, I mean that because you know obviously I quit in eighth grade. So <laughs> I'm needing to. Well, I need to hear what I need no to be more doing. Goals. To, well. All right. So here's the deal. <laughs> when, when when we were putting this this segment together, you know, I'm like, I don't want to just talk about goals without leaving some viable information to help people, because one of the truths in my life is the only way I'm going to successfully accomplish uh, a goal is to make sure I can track it, make sure it's something that I'm going to be faithful enough in my life to follow through with it. So some of the tips and some of the things we want to talk about is, you know, how can you set a goal and achieve it and know you can, you're going to have the confidence to follow through because some goals you set like exercise. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that later in the show. That is the most difficult goal and i feel like you know you're sitting in your car right now you're you're listening to us and you know we're not even into that segment yet and i'm you're already like shaking your head like yeah i'm gonna set a goal but i know i'm not gonna finish it (laughs) you already know going in i I wonder if you can get like a two-week card for a a for gym membership yeah just knowing knowing i'm gonna be done it's good for two weeks and how to get i'll be able to use it all this time or one month membership (laughs) knowing you're only gonna go for three days all right so i can tell you in my own personal life and you know, one of the I'm a big fan of what's called SMART goals. SMART goals are, the, it's an acronym. It's specific goal. It's a measurable goal. It's something you can attain. It's attainable. It's relevant to your life. You're passionate about mm-hmm. something that you want to change in your life, and it's timely. Meaning, now is the time that I need to do this. It's not a goal that I hope to achieve in five years. Right now, I need to set this goal. So, setting a SMART goal for me specifically has been very big. And I will also say this. Early in my life, my, when I was maybe a lot younger in you know, high school years, I used to set out, and I've always been a goal setter, I would always set a lot of goals. And I'd pick you know, 10 areas in my life, what do I want to change? And I'd set, you know, I'd have two pages of goals. And I'd, I wouldn't go through any of them. And the older I've gotten, I won't say wiser, but the more experienced that I've become, I now set two to three goals a year. That's it. And I focus on them. We're going to talk about some of the goals that I've set going into this year. But it definitely has to be something so bare easy to understand for my brain that, it's, that, that I'm going to be mm-hmm. able to, 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 to accomplish it. And the last thing I'll say before we cut to break here is I, the only way I know that I'm going to be able to successfully accomplish a goal is if I can take that goal and turn it into a habit. Because statistics have shown if you can do something for 45 consecutive days, it has then become a habit. Mm -hmm. So if I can do something for 45 days in a row, I am now 
in a habit of doing it. And as long as I can do that and make my goal a habit, the, the year's going to fly by and look back and go, and that's why I'm three years, sorry, that's why I'm three times through the Bible has become, become a habit of mine, yeah. and now it's, now it's easy great. for me. Well, we're going to talk about four areas when we get back that uh, can really impact your 2019. This is Charlie Bowers. The show is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, and this is the Insight Financial Network, IFN. Hi, this is John Miller, author of The Coming Gold, Silver, and Blockchain Share Explosion, and you're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on 1025-610-WFNZ. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. I'm Charlie Bowers. We're here with Brian Dustman in the studio helping us out, talking about reflection and new directions for the coming year. And when we left, we talked about four areas of life that uh, it's really important to get a handle on and some ideas about moving forward. And they all start with F, so I'll call them the four Fs here. The four Fs. The four Fs. So the question as we go through these is, is what happens if you ignore any of these areas? And conversely, what do you think will happen if you focus on making any or all of these areas a major priority in your life? And I'll just read through them. They are faith, family, fitness, and finances. And so to kick us off, we're going to be talking about faith. Yeah, and, and before we jump into all of those, you know, when we were kind of putting this show together, you know, the, the big discussion is, you know, why, why these four Areas because it all started with F. Oh, oh, is that what alliteration or consonants? <laughs> See, I go back to my school days. Ex- yeah, and uh, my my big thing is you know in in discussing and and figuring out these major four areas because they're they're I would call them the core four because if you don't have and you're and you don't prioritize what you believe your faith, your family, the people that care the most about you, your your health, your fitness. Or your your money, your finances. What else is there? You know that that's that's the core, the makeup of what makes you successful and not. And it's not how much money you have or how big your family is. It's how much effort and energy and prioritization you have on these four areas. So as we walk our way through these areas, we're really going to be talking about priority setting. We're going to be talking about the importance of that specific area in your life and how you can set goals going into 2019 mm-hmm. to make it the greatest year of your life. And that's really the focus here. So yeah. the very first one is faith. And I'll just pull the elephant out of the room here. There's a lot of people out there I know that are thinking, well, that's not a big deal. You know, I don't believe in God or I'm not spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why would I want to talk about and focus on faith? And, you know, you think that way. And I know we, a lot of us think that way, but, uh, even if you don't believe in God, you are very dependent on your faith, and it's just a question You believe of, in something. It you, may you not do, be God. That's right. What do you put your faith in? Is it money? Is it ambition? Is it your own success? Is it your own self? Do you want power or position? You know, there's things that, that we focus on, and we put our faith in it. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be successful. The world's going to love me or whatever it is because I put my faith in this, and that's where I 
place my attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, for me personally, I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of Jesus. You know, we make, we don't pull any punches on, on our faith. I know Charlie is a lover of Jesus as well. So is my brother-in-law, Brian. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are strong in what we believe in. You know, if you don't love God or, or, or it's something that you're not focusing on, there is something in your life that you are focusing on. Mm-hmm. And it's driving you to do what you do because you believe it to be so true. And, and the, the point of this section is what do you believe in? You know, what, what are you so passionate about that's driving you? And unfortunately, it could be very bad. It, it could be an addiction. It, it, it could be a low self-esteem. You could be focusing your time and attention on something that you believe to be true that is actually not true. Yep. It's just something that, like, when you were eight in eighth grade, you know, you, you had this experience that didn't work out, and it's molded you into who you are today, Charlie. Some people, unfortunately, have gone through some very bad circumstances sure. that didn't have to do with the 7 a.m. wake-up call. <laughs> but, you know, something that really molded them to believe something that's not true. Yep. And now that's guiding them. It's pulling them through life. And they're focusing on that. And what, what I want to discuss very quickly is how can we break that? How can we focus our time and attention to help you set some goals, to help everybody set some goals, to make 2019 the year of, of real redemption, mm-hmm. the, the, the year of breakthrough, to, to start believing in something that's true? Yeah. And, you know, you, you say that it could be even to the case that some people don't, realize what they're putting their faith in and and you know now's a good time to reflect back on it and say you know I have been prioritizing the wrong things in my life and I want to focus on faith in God or whatever the case may be and in your case you chose to read the Bible at least twice this, this past year mm-hmm. and I won't go through the whole uh, uh, story about it but you know what you grow best at is, is what you practice and uh, you know in the old story about this wolf, this is my bad habits. These wolves are my good habits. Which um, wolf will win if they get into a fight? It's the one that you feed. So it's the same thing here with your faith or, or, or with what you're trying to accomplish in your life. What are you feeding? Hmm. That's a good point. You know, I've never heard about that wolf story like that. But, you know, it, it sounds very logical. Yeah. And, you know, there's certain beliefs in my life that I feed very heavy. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely ones that I completely ignore. And my priority focuses around that and you know if you're you're listening you're sitting in your car right now and you're hearing this you know my my heart's cry is that if you're believing something that's not true you know you need to focus on something that is true and I believe that that's God you know I believe that you know God saved me from a, a, a terrible existence apart from him and it's my hope and it's my desire that in 2019, if you don't believe in God and you don't believe in something that has a has truth behind it, that you can find that. And I know it's it's definitely Charlie's desire as well as it is mine. If if that is something that you're seeking and and you don't know where that is and you you don't know have anybody to to have a conversation with, I would love you to call our office. And Charlie and I, we focus our this business is about money management. But the, the greatest conversation we could ever have with anybody is talking about their faith. That's why it's number one on our list to talk about. Because without that, 
without a, a true belief in something that is real and alive in God, nothing else matters. Yeah. So pick up your phone, 704-529-9500. Again, 704-529-9500. We'd love to have a conversation with, with you about this specific thing. And, you know, if, if you're already strong in your faith, if, if you have very well-rounded beliefs, strive, feed your faith. Yeah. You know, make your goals going into 2019 in such a manner that by the end of next year, this time next year, you might not be where you want to be, but you're so far from where you are now in growth and in faith that this this next year, 2019, is bound to be the greatest year of your life because of what you've grown spiritually towards God in 2019. The next big area that we want to talk about is is family. family. Brian, we might have to get you to... Yeah, Johnny, we've, we've that's why you're here. The microphone's here. So, uh-huh. Ryan, what do you think? Why would someone prioritize their family versus ignore their family? And we know that that goes on all and the time. And we don't want to ignore our family, do we? No, we don't. Oh. Well, <laughs> maybe some people that have married into your family. Oh, <laughs> Example. Oh, here the married we go. In crowd. No, no, <laughs> just, uh, just kidding around. Um, but for real, like Paul said earlier, I mean, I I treat him and think of him more as a brother than an actual in law. In law, Cain yeah. killed his brother, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Nice. Oh, that is a great point. <laughs> so why why um, why would ignoring family cause you to struggle in life and not be as successful as you could be? That's your support system, mm-hmm. first and foremost. I mean, they are there to back you up to give you the confidence that, you know, you might lack on some days that you just need that support. And I mean, I can have an awful day in the office and I come home to a wife and kids that don't really care about anything that had to do with work. And they're just there to have fun and get me out of uh, whatever funk I'm in from the day. And they're great, you know. Family's I, everything. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, my my family and, you know, even the people that you work with, you know, are, are family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I we Charlie and I rip on Steven, our producer here all the time. But, you know, we've we're just kind of talking about, you know, hey, man, go. If, if we're so torturing you, you go somewhere. Or somebody made the comment. And I'm like, no, he's like family. You know, he, you just get to work with certain people and they become an extension. You know, they're not necessarily family but they feel like like a ward on our body yeah he's he's like a ward in extension (laughs) 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 oh that's not what you meant i'm sorry (laughs) uh but but the truth of the matter is that support system that you have whether it's real family or or adopted family you need that family but but you got to be understanding some people did not have a good family upbringing and and they really do have struggles yeah uh with their situation with their family and, and um, you know, I, I was blessed. I've got both my parents still living, and a brother and two sisters. Same and here. I, Actually, I, all three I just of us. had a yep. you know a golden childhood. So I, I can't even possibly imagine some of the heartache that some folks have. Yeah, but family is still so important. Agree. And I'll, I'll actually say this, and you know, we talk a lot. If you ever call our office seven zero four five twenty nine ninety five hundred, that the first person you're going to talk to is the lovely and talented Janet Dustman. And, and who is she to you? That is my mother-in-law. Oh, your family. And uh, that is my brother-in-law's <laughs> mother. And, you know, she works in our office. She's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people have said over the years, how in the, 
how in the world do you work with your in-law? And I'm um, like, it's, you know, we're so tight. We're, we have such a great relationship and we're able to separate the family dynamic from the work dynamic. And, you know, that's, in my opinion, one of the most successful things I've ever done in life is hire her. Mm-hmm. Because if I've been able to work with, with an in-law, with my mother-in-law <laughs> of all in-laws, then, you know, I, I'm, God has blessed me in more ways. I'm not taking all credit for that because she's an amazing person. You sound person. like you're politicking for, politicking no, for a nice not. Christmas gift no, here. Definitely I don't know. Not. You know, but, <laughs> you know, one of the things that Charlie had just said, you know, that not everybody has that, that close m- family member or, or something in your life. And for a lot of you out there, you know, your, your closest support system is your spouse. And um, last week, the Christmas show, you know, I had mentioned uh, several times and even before that, that is a passion of my heart is to make sure that the nucleus of the family, the, the marriage, is the strongest. And uh, there's a, a Weekend to Remember event that's coming to Charlotte, and it's a marriage conference in May. And God's laid it on my heart that I would support and sponsor 10 couples. So if you call my office, 704-529-9500, I would love to sponsor you to come to this event with my wife and I, and I'll pay for it. Um, this event, a weekend to remember, changed my marriage. It was one of the greatest marriage seminars I've ever been to, and I'd love to support you and your spouse to go to that. Again, 704-529-9500. Uh, we got to jump to break, but when we do come back, we're going to discuss two more of the remaining four Fs. This is uh, Paul Durso. The show is Simply Financial, and this is the Insight Financial Network IFN. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso. And uh, just before break, we were talking about two of the four Fs, Fs. which were faith and family. And now we're going to talk about two more, fitness and finance. So the very first topic up, and uh, and if you're just joining the show, this is our, our very first New Year's resolution show and um, on Simply Financial. And the focus of today's show is to help you make smart goals, goals that you can go into 2019 and accomplish to make this 2019 the greatest year of your life. So let's talk about the most difficult area in every single person's life. I bet most people have had this goal at one point in their life. I bet you everybody <laughs> in this room has had multiple goals this year. I know. Year. I quit looking for it <laughs> in eighth grade. Well, so. your favorite line whenever we talk about getting in shape is, you know, round is a shape. <laughs> That's what he says every time. So let's talk about fitness. Why is this the probably the, the, the most common goal to, to talk about to set every single year? Why is this number one? And, and we're definitely going to be talking to Mr. Helbig over here because that's the only goal he mentioned. The only one he mentioned, wasn't it? Well, he was going to eat healthier, but I guess that's fitness also. So so why, Stephen, is is this the your goal? Why do you think this is most people's number one priority? I think really what it is is just when 
because it's the beginning of the year and stuff like that, and they always want to set a goal. And I also think it has to do with summer because everybody wants to get that summer. You want to be bathing suit oh, ready. Yeah. 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 Like, now, that's not how it is for me. I'm doing it more for my health because I just know over the years I've eaten bad and everything else. Yeah, I, need to we start, all. I need to start thinking. I'm almost 30. I need to start thinking about it now before I'm 40 or 50. And then. And look like Paul. Yeah. Or me. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. That would be a I'm, goal, wouldn't it? Well, would it? Well, the grave is a goal that most of us will achieve <laughs> at some point. So I don't know. No, but I, I think that's what it is for me is just more of thinking about it now instead of later. Mm-hmm. I think is what it is. But wait, wait, really, wait, 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 wait. Thinking about it is not going to be, that's not going to cut it. I thought about getting up. That is true. Okay, okay, so, okay let's be okay, transparent not here. Thinking about it, doing it now. All right, let's be transparent. You set a goal for 2018, and why don't you speak mm-hmm. on behalf of every single person that's listening right now? So, why did you not? Did you, first of all, no, account- I did not. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Now, why didn't you? Now, I technically just started this goal not that long ago. Technically, about two months ago. Okay. So it's going to go into the new year, but my goal is to lose four pounds every week. Whoa. Mm. That's what it is. Half I think a pound I a day. I think I can do it. I just have to eat better and at least exercise 15 minutes a day. Okay. And by exercise, just walking. Walking is a heck I of an exercise. I am a huge fan. I've gotten Brian into walking. <laughs> so February of last year, I started walking. About half hour, 45 minutes every morning. Now I'm, I walk somewhere between an hour to an hour and a half every single morning. Mm-hmm. It has changed my life. I've walked uh, to date about 780 miles this year. I have lost a ton of weight, and I've, I feel so much fit. Actually, this morning was like 30-some degrees, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I walked yesterday morning, and I was like, I'm not getting up out of bed today because it's so stinking cold. And I, and I, I said to Charlie... I was I was miserable. I came in and the whole drive in, I'm like, why did you not get up? Because it's a habit. And I talked earlier about making things a habit. It is my regiment every morning. The the hardest part is just getting to do it for those first 10 days. Getting yourself in that. like, Because once you get yourself used to it, you're going to do it every day. Because okay. you're just mentally going to go, oh, got to do it. So one of the things we're going to talk about really quick is, actually, that's at the end of this, but I'm going to bring it up now. You know, how do you combat that? How do you get the first 10 days? I call it the first 45 days, not the first 10. How do you get over that hump? And I'm going to tell you how. I talked people into doing it with me. Mm-hmm. And, at, and it wasn't even at first. Because at first it was, I want to get up, and I, I can tell you when you're walking at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m., and you're all alone in your subdivision or wherever you walk, wherever you're at, um, or in the gym, and you can just hear music or the birds, you know, because I walk outside and I hear the birds, and it's just beautiful, and it's me, and I'll pray or I'll listen to my Bible or listen to a book on tape, and I, I, it's just something magical about that. And then I started to ask people. And now I've got like my wife, we walk almost every day, a buddy, a buddy of mine, Kevin, if you're listening, uh, he, he walks me almost every single morning. And it, now it's, I, I can't quit because I got somebody texting me or a wife saying, get up, we're going. So now I've got a circle, a community that's helping force me to do the things to work. Now, before we get any further, I, I want to back up and see what the Bible has to say about fitness, because mm-hmm. there's a couple concepts that the Bible talks about here. Yeah, and, and the first one is in 1 Corinthians 6, 19. It says, 
Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and who was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourselves, but to God. So that, that you know, we, a lot of times we abuse our bodies, and yet it actually is the temple of God. And when you start respecting it, it I mean, I, one of my favorite books is, um, is by uh, Keller Williams. Um, the, the One Thing. The, the One Thing. Yeah. And uh, one of the concepts he has in there, if you want to change your life, go get a Fitbit. He said, walk 10,000 steps a day and it will change your life. And I had kind of, I'd had a Fitbit years ago and then I started it again. Brian, my brother, was raising his hand with this Fitbit. I've got That's my right. Fitbit on. Charlie wears one too. And, you know, what's, what has been very fulfilling to me is that goal and making sure at the end of every day I see green because on their app, if you want to have a successful day, you've got to check off all these different things to turn so it green. So you're saying your watch is training you. Your it Fitbit. is. Mine sits there and tells me to breathe or stand <laughs> up, this, and it makes me mad. <laughs> and going back to eighth grade, I say, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Another <laughs> verse that, that is in the Bible is 1 Timothy 4.8. It says, physical exercise has some value, but spiritual exercise is valuable in every way because it promises life both for the present and for the future. And as mm-hmm. much as we're kind of clowning around and, and being very specific and serious about fitness, what's even more important is your spiritual health and, and how that can grow you in your maturity and your discipline mm-hmm. to even be very uh, good at getting up and being faithful at exercising because you understand what Charlie first had read in 1 Corinthians six nineteen that your, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So when you get your priorities straight, it almost becomes a little easier because the habits have begun, yep. things things start kind of working themselves out in your in your life, and you're like, man, I can't wait to get up today mm-hmm. to go to the gym or to exercise, play basketball, whatever your fitness is. Now, we don't have a whole lot of time uh, before this, this segment ends, so I want to make sure we get the last one, which is finance. Finances. So let's just jump into that. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are thinking about finance in, in a way that, uh, you know, hey, we have this conversation, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. um, wh- wh- what kind of goals can people set to really help their finances get in order? Well, you know, I, I think it comes from what fears or concerns that people have regarding their finances. You know, you think about not ever being able to retire, that, uh, that they feel a, a sense of guilt because they don't think they've saved enough money. Or along with that is stress and concerns about, oh, my goodness, I'm going to outlive my money. And then one that I know that, uh, that, that we think about a lot, are you going to be a burden to your children? So there's some real heavy things that people think about if they don't know that their finances are in order. And when we first sit down with people, you know, one of the you know, prospective clients, one of the first things we ask and we talk about is what are you worried about? Yep. What's concerning you? And the list that Charlie just went over is like the – the top four list for every single person that walks through our front door. And what we want to do is kind of address some of those really quickly. And I can tell you the very first thing that you can do, pick up your phone, dial 704-529-9500, set an appointment. Let's sit down and let's deal with these big areas in your life. The fear of not retiring, guilt of not saving enough money, the stress and cost of health care, the stress of outliving your money, and being a burden and to your specific children. to your situation. Mm-hmm. That's key. You know, everybody's situation is different. 
don't compare yourself to everybody else. Oh, they have this much money. They live on this. Or if I hit this goal, this amount yeah. of money, I'm good. Yeah, that, that's not necessarily. Although that's what the financial world wants you that's to think. What they believe, oh, yeah. If I get a million dollars, you're I'm fine. Make it. That's not necessarily. And we the had case. a. And again, that number is 704-529-9500. Call our office. We'll set an appointment. We had somebody sitting in our office today, mm-hmm. and and and. If, you haven't and, realized oh this. Oh, man, he had some great spreadsheets, he financial did. He engineering. He was the most detailed. Yeah. Oh, my word. But let me let me tell you, he only had, what, a $350,000. Something like that, yeah. And he has more money than he needs. Yeah. There is no way he's going to run out. If, if he puts it to work. Mm-hmm. That's where people fail also. Uh, under his current investment strategy, he's going to run out of money. Correct. Very Well, in, in probably 20 years. Under a rebuilt strategy, he would leave a substantial legacy legacy to his kids because he put his money effectively to work Mm. and would not have to worry about running out over the rest of his life. So the point there is it's not even how much money you have. It's making sure that your money's working for you. secure your income. And that's what we talked about at the start of the show with 2018, the market volatility bouncing around. That the way he was invested. The market bounces like that, he could be in real trouble. And and the crazy thing is, you know, he came in, he had four specific spreadsheets. He knew everything. I mean, he knew down to the penny how much money he pays in tax because of his own analysis. Not yep. because of, you know, I know my, my tax return, but because I've done all the work. And going through all of that, when we put his information in Simplicity and showed him his plan, it was very clear that he was in trouble. Oh, yeah, and I think he, he recognized that. It right away. It caused him to con- a little bit of concern, said, ooh, I got, might better do something. And all we did was visually represent some significant and mm-hmm. s- very small changes that changed everything for him. He perked right up, and he's like, well, we, we need to discuss every single thing that you're talking about here yeah. because that will change my life. So if you think you're in that situation right now, if you see yourself in our conversation, give us a call at 704 704- Five two nine ninety five hundred, and we're going to help you get started. We're going to uh, to, to create that simplicity plan for you with your specific situation, and help give you confidence that none of those four uh, uh, concerns that we talked about are going to affect you. This is Charlie Bowers. The show is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, and this is the Insight Financial Network IFN. Hey, it's Paul, and we'll be right back to the show in just a minute. But if you're worried about where you're going to get your dream income for retirement, just give us a call, and we're going to get in your hands absolutely free our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. For the first 10 callers, you're going to get two books and a ton of other materials that you wouldn't quite expect to get from a financial advisor absolutely free. Knowledge is power, right? So here's a ton of knowledge for you, and it's absolutely free. Just give us a call at 855-999-7526. Again, to get your free Retirement Rescue Toolkit today, pick up the phone and dial 855-999-7526. Hi, this is Lars Hedenborg, co-founder and real estate advisor for High Performance Real Estate Advisors, powered by Keller Williams. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on the Insight Financial Network.
This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. I'm Charlie Bowers, and we've got Brian Dustman in the studio with us, and we're talking about the reflection and new directions for 2019. We're talking about the new year, and we've been talking about the four Fs, four areas that are important. Which uh, are? Which are finances, faith, family, family, and fitness. Fitness. From now on, I'm going to think about Stephen whenever I hear the Save word fitness. fitness. Oh, look at that. Yep. Buff over there. Yep. <laughs> and so we thought we would share a few stories of starting over in, in light of some of our clients that have come in and talked to us and uh, gone through our simplicity process. And, you know, as we've been sharing on the show, you know, for, for quite a while now, it, sometimes a lot of people are out there in, in situations that are that are tough, that are they're struggling, they're they're. You're sitting in your car and you're thinking, well, nobody's in my dire situation. Nobody understands what I'm going through. You know, I have to I have to start over. I have to do this. And nobody can understand that. And, and you're probably right. Maybe there isn't anybody that has ever been in your situation, but there is always hope. There's never a time where you can sit in your situation and just have pity on yourself because you can't get out of it. And what we're going to share is a couple stories of people that, felt exactly the same way but their story changed because they were faithful because they they didn't quit and they did what they had to do to make things change some because of planning some just because of God's grace but at the end of the day every single one of them found themselves in in a new knowledge that it's not hopeless that things can get better that's right that's right and so I know we had uh, a couple into the office, uh, gosh, it's probably been two years now, that uh, we were walking through the process. Their simplicity. The simplicity yep. process. And, and you, you, we kept explaining to them. We, we showed them the results because it's, it's math-oriented. We call it retirement math. Yep. Very logical, unbiased. And we get rid of uh, a number of the assumptions that most of the financial world deals with, like, what in the world does risk tolerance have to do with what you need to, to do to? And let me set the stage on this couple, you know, that we're talking about here. They were, you know, just a, I'd call them a, a good old couple, you know, just super sweet. Um, they, they lived out in the boondocks somewhere and they, they worked at, a, I would consider, a blue collar job. Mm-hmm. And just the, the, the people that you'd, you'd, you'd want to take care of your dog and you'd, you'd trust with your kids to run out to oh, the store. Great, great, great people. Great people. Yeah. Not a lot of wealth, um, but definitely great people. And I would not use the word sophisticated in their knowledge of finance. Right. I would say simple. And as we walk them through our simplicity process, um, which was very entertaining um, mm-hmm. because of the type of people who they were, and we're walking them through everything. And at one point in the meeting, we had met with him two or three times, and uh, we were basically done. Yeah. And they were very comfortable, and they, they had signed up with us, or just before they signed up with us, and the, the gentleman, the husband, kind of sits back in his chair, and he's like, wait, wait, um, I still get it. He, um, I, I understand everything that we're talking about yeah. still. And he's like, where's the turn? When are you going to drop the... When are you going to when are you going to say something that I'm not going to get because I still understand it. And and he was being very very honest. He was very open. And yeah. he was saying like whenever I sit down with you financial people, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get it. And every single one of 
financial advisors that I've sat down with has confused me. And we've met now two or three times, and I still, and I still get, get all it. of it. And, yeah. and he's like, when are you going to confuse me and tell me that you need me or that, that I, I need, need you, you yep. because I don't understand? And, and we're like, no. Said, That's it. We did it. That's everything. Y- yeah. y- you could now do this yourself. We've made it that, that simple for you. And, and you know, I, I think they were so happy that they signed. That, that when they come back in, you know, life is great. They, uh, they sold their house and they moved. You know, retirement is, is exactly what they want. And, and because of the confidence the plan gave them and their understanding of it, uh, you know, it, it was just fantastic. No more confusion. They understood. And, you know, there's, there's quite a few out of – there's a quite – a few of you out there that I'm certain are in the same type of situation where you're fearing sitting down with a financial advisor. And it's not of your own making. Yes. The financial advisor world scares you to try to try to scare people very often. And if you're that person that you're you're intimidated by financial advisors and you're fearing that you can't understand it or that they're going to make it so difficult to understand it on purpose Mm -hmm. that you're just you're going to not do anything. Give us a call, 704-529-9500. Let us simplify the financial world so you can easily understand it, know exactly where you are, where you want to go, and how to get there. There you go. And and Charlie and I tell people this all the time. It's our job to educate people of exactly where they're going to go and how they're going to get there long before we ever tell you. Mm -hmm. You should know what's on the agenda when you go through the financial planning process. Nothing should... At be a surprise. Yep. Nothing should shock you. Like, why would you make this recommendation? No, you should see it coming. So if you want that experience, 704-529-9500. Again, 704-529-9500. Give us a call and let us simplify this process for you. The next one we're going to share is... Is actually a, a friend of mine. Um, you know, he had just gotten remarried his wife did not come in with him this time but he was really convinced that he was starting over Um, both him and his new wife had been divorced they both had two children that had not yet gone to college and he came in with some of Vince's information and so we go and ask a number of questions for the simplicity report how old are you when do you want to retire how much money do you need and when we ask the when do you want to retire question? He kind of looked at me and shook his head and said, Charlie, I'm just starting over. There's no way. Out of a I'm, nasty divorce. I'm going to be able to retire. Yeah. I'm just going to have to roll the dice. And How many exactly of you out there saying, right yeah. now feel like you just have to roll the dice and hope that retirement works out for you? And you feel you're behind the eight ball. And, and there's and, nothing and, you can do. And, and this is where Paul was talking about hope. So we ran his report for him. And when he came back in, if you, if you understand the way the financial world works, when they're talking risk tolerance, they assume a rate of return for you. Well, we turned it around and said, let's not assume. Let's calculate that rate of return. And when um, he came back in, uh, we said, all right, you need to average 1.71% throughout retirement in order to make this work. And you, it was like the load of the world came off of his face. He said, you mean... I can retire at age 65 or whatever it was if we average 1.7% the rest of my life. 1.7% doesn't scare you. It's when someone says you need 1.5 million that will scare you. So that knowledge is power that he is able to, to take a look at that, understand what he needs in order to retire. And when I say need, 
If you only need 1.7%, that helps you determine how you should be investing. So 704-529-9500. If you want to know what rate of return you need to average to successfully retire without the worry of ever running out of money, 704-529-9500. Give us a call. We'll sit down and we'll tell you firsthand what you need. Quick story. Last one before we end the show. Good clients, great people of mine came in a couple of years ago, sit down with sit down with me and um, kind of tears in their eyes to a degree sitting across the table and um, and he's like, you know, we got to talk about our planning. Everything's changed. He said, I just got laid off three weeks ago. And um, and his wife was intently looking at him and he looks at her and and then she goes, I was diagnosed with breast cancer uh, the same week. Mm. So here we go, three years away from retirement. He gets laid off and three years before retirement, he gets laid off and she gets diagnosed with with breast cancer. And we had to go to DEFCON 1 immediately, turn on their investment income. And let me just tell you, years later, here we are two years later, he found a job part-time, intermediate, is now back full-time. We turned on his investment income he was successfully able to not even sell a single one of his investment, but just live off the income that came out of his portfolio. His wife had been completely cured by God's grace of her of her cancer. Um, now she is a cancer survivor. He's back to where completely on target, and we never once had to make a terrible investment decision. But you know, based on what he told you when we came in, concerned about the market fluctuations. Mm-hmm. If this had happened, you know, within like in December here when the market's jumping 2% and they did not have that income strategy, they really could be in, in bad Significant. shape. Yeah. yeah. And in one of our meetings, I was really talking kind of aggressively about making sure that they understood that they didn't have to be panicked about the market mm-hmm. volatility. And he says, hey, Paul, he just interrupted me. He's like, stop. And he's like, if, if, do you think I'm concerned about the market volatility? And I was like. Well, yeah, isn't everybody? And he's like, listen, if it wasn't for my income that was being driven from those investments, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to be here right now. Yeah. He goes, that income changed my life, and I am not concerned about market volatility mm-hmm. because I don't need to sell anything to make income. And if that's you, if you're worried about market volatility, give us a call, 704-529-9500. Again, 704-529-9500, and let us help build you an income stream that that is predictable that you can see in light of the volatility of the market one last time 704-529-9500 and uh, what i'm going to do is i got to thank a bunch of people because it's not easy putting together these shows every single week and um first and foremost charlie i just really appreciate doing these shows with you every week it's a lot of fun and uh i also have to thank our producer extraordinaire who's uh waiting to hear his name steven uh, hell big. He's amazing at what he does. Um, and I want to thank you fine folks here at the station who give us this forum to bring financial clarity to the fine folks and people of greater Charlotte and beyond. And, and mostly thank you for tuning in and telling your friends about this show. And it's our hope here at Simply Financial that we're going to be bringing you useful information to help you bring a little bit closer to financial clarity each and every single week. Our ultimate goal, of course, is to help you retire securely If you want to talk, just pick up the phone, dial 704-529-9500. We're going to get back to you. And we want you to make 2019 resolution to give us a call 
to set an appointment, 704-529-9500. Let's make 2019 your best year ever. This is Paul Durso here with my co-host, Charlie. The show is Simply Financial. This is the Insight Financial Network, IFN. Mama Joe.